You know, sometimes you need to think outside the box, and sometimes you just need to move the box. Today I'm going to give you four more ways to make even more money flipping. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, this podcast has one main goal, to make our listeners money. Let's get to it, flippers. As I record this episode, we are working our way through our 11th month of dealing with the coronavirus and all the fallout from the pandemic. 2020 has taught me at least that the only thing I can be certain of is change. I look around me and marvel at the changes that business owners have battled through and adjusted to. Today, we're going to address some ways we can earn even more money as car flippers. The truth is, as philosopher Plato said, a need or a problem encourages creative efforts to meet the need or solve the problem. Or as my mom used to say, necessity is the mother of invention. Look around you and you will see the amazing adaptivity, flexibility, and determination of entrepreneurs. The first ones that come to mind are our restaurant owners, like the fantastic sponsor of Flipping Genius, Nick's Ristorante here in Huntsville. Each week you hear Nick's advertisement here on the Flipping Genius, and if you listen, you'll hear exactly what I'm talking about. Not only that Nick's Ristorante is a fantastic place to eat, and it is, and drink, and enjoy life, and it is, but that Nick's Ristorante has adjusted its environment for the safety of their customers and their employees by adjusting their services and abiding by the regulations recommended by the state. In addition to these changes, Nick's Ristorante has begun to offer their hungry, loyal customer base the opportunity for takeout and delivery options. And if you pay close attention until the end of Nick's Spots, you will hear Nick's Restaurante has made itself an active member of the ITEX bartering group that you are always hearing me talk about. Remember that Durango I told you about in the past episodes that we sold to a buyer out in Las Vegas via ITEX? Well, Nick's Restaurante has discovered by expanding their thinking outside of that of the majority, they can create an advantage for themselves by eliminating competition and reducing cash outlays. This is not another episode about the benefits of alternative currencies. I am simply highlighting Nick's Restaurante as an, an example of entrepreneurial ingenuity. And as I recently told a prospective partner of our Flipping Genius research page, resource page, I'm sorry, the resource page, uh, the one universal trait of our listeners is that we are all entrepreneurial. And I'm proud of that. And I hope you are too. Car flippers, all flippers, 
are people who believe in the idea that through effort, energy, and ingenuity, we can turn something into something more. (laughs) And right we are most of the time. Today, we're going to talk about four more specific ways that we can make even more money in and around this flipping business. Let's talk about the first way. All right. The first of the four ways we're going to talk about today is one that might be addictive if you have the right skills. Uh, Wholesaling. Wholesaling can be addictive if you are able to make these deals. See, I've, I've heard about vehicle shortages all across our Flipping Genius Network this year, especially. And think about it. If you control the deals, you control the money. Now, I've, I've talked in the past about the techniques that I use to get my telephone to ring with people who want to sell me vehicles. There's signs, those bandit signs, hang them high. I remember talking about that a long time ago now, it seems. Uh, there's post-it notes that I've talked about. Become a, a professional athlete by getting paid while you walk. Um, all these things are in past episodes. I don't want to go into them in depth. There's business cards. Uh, this, I probably gave out 200 business cards last week that say, I buy cars, and it's got my telephone number on it. Uh, those are three good ways. You can think of more ways. If you can't think of them, go back to the last episode, the one before that, we talk about it. But ways to get people to call you about the cars they want to sell. Now, think about it. In this current environment, a lot of people don't want to deal with the public in this COVID-19. Now, I, I realize you may be listening to this episode. The beautiful thing about podcasts is they have a long shelf life. So you, hopefully some of you are listening to this and COVID is just a distance, distant memory. It's hard for us in the middle of it right now to even imagine that. But the fact is that in this particular time, there's a lot, there's a lot more people who don't want to deal with the public with selling a vehicle. So this creates even more opportunity to get them to sell it to you. So if you can get that phone ringing, like we've talked about with these these tools, the signs, the post-it notes, the business cards, the the uh, bulletin board posts, the you know the the stop in, the walk ins, all these things that I've talked about doing, and that phone starts ringing or the text starts buzzing, whatever happens, you control that deal. And some of the deals are deals that will fit your MO. For me, for me, I keep all the deals that are not junk and that will sell up to $5,000. Those are the ones that I want. Now, maybe maybe not every single one of them. If, if the phone's going crazy, uh, then that's a possibility. Right now, I pretty much take every one that comes in. If I can work a deal, it's going to be mine. Um, but I, I have three dealers that will be interested in the vehicles that are between the ten dollars and $20,000 range or above that if I come across one. Um, I have three or four dealers that are interested in the five dollars to $10,000 range. And I have a couple guys that are interested in the pure junk. They just, they're scrappers. Um, and they know how to make money with that stuff. And so when the when the contact comes in, when the phone call comes in, when the text comes in, and they say, I've got this vehicle to sell, and I, I pick up the phone and call them or text them back and get the deal working and find out what they have, um, 
I can just make a few phone calls if that deal doesn't fit me. And I, I can earn between $65 and $750 per vehicle on, on the ones that I don't want without, without ever putting the vehicle on my trailer, sometimes without ever leaving my desk, without ever even uh, seeing it other than, you know, pictures on, on a phone. Um, and I've developed relationships with these, these folks so they know they can trust when I contact them that this is something that they'll be, they'll be interested in. And armed with a few competitors... I can usually find a home for every deal that comes in. Think about that. Think about that. Like I said earlier, if you control the deals, you control the money. So that's why I'm saying if you get good at this, you'll find wholesaling can be addictive. Um, <laughs> especially if you're not uh, somebody that likes to do body work or do engine work. If your primary strengths are like mine, uh, the business side of the of the market, and the the sales side of the market, you're you're going to enjoy this. And a side benefit, um, while I'm on the phone with these dealers, I often pick up side deals on the stuff that they don't want just by asking. I just ask the question, "Do you have anything you want to get rid of?" And I don't know how often, but fairly frequently, I'll say, "Hey, I just got a you know Grand Am in that I, we have no use for," or yeah, we've got this thing sitting out here, and apparently we're never going to get to it. Do you want to come take a look? And a lot of times, those are things I want, or I just get on the phone and wholesale it to somebody else. And cha-ching! <laughs> so that's way number one. I'm, uh, I'm going to take a 66-second break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about way number two. And hey, Here's that spot about Nick's Restaurante that I mentioned earlier. Listen and see if you can hear the innovative adjustments that they've made that I mentioned earlier. Hey, Flippers. I've got to tell you about my favorite fine dining restaurant probably anywhere, but certainly in the Huntsville, Alabama area. Treat yourselves to a night at Nick's Ristorante. Nick's offers the finest steaks, the freshest seafood, and northern Italian cuisine just like the old country. Seriously, this place is unlike any other. The atmosphere, the service, the desserts are all beyond compare. You will thank me. It is a wonderful place to spend an evening. Nick's is open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, open seating, and Friday and Saturday with two seatings of 5 p.m. or 7.30 p.m. for the foreseeable future based on 50% capacity restrictions with face coverings required to enter, exit, and maneuver while at Nick's. We care about your health and safety and dining experience, and thank you for your understanding. Nick's Restaurante is a member of the iTex trading community. Your iTex dollars are welcome. Okay, are you ready for number two? <laughs> this will make more sense now. I call this one uh, money for nothing or my uh, park and sell opportunity. Now, this may not fit your situation right now. And don't, don't worry, I, I, I'll be brief about it too. And you may find that it does fit later on. Because that's what happened to me recently. I mean, very recently. I, I mentioned that I also deal in real estate and construction occasionally. Uh, 
businesses that are very lucrative and very beneficial on their own. Well, recently, I've been I've been selling every vehicle I get as fast as I get them. Sometimes before they even make it to the lot that I use. Um, so as a result. I have an empty lot right now, completely empty. I've got my signs and banners out there, and the people that know me here locally know they'll, they'll vouch for it. They drive by and think, what, what's the deal with Randy? Um, but that's why. They, they, we get them, we sell them, they're gone, and, you know, that's good. We're getting our price. Um, but we got an empty lot again. In fact, my lot has been empty or near empty much of the last couple months. And so that's good and bad. Good, obviously, because uh, I'm I'm moving the iron. <laughs> I don't really call it that, but I just think that's a funny term. I think are from some uh, movie. Um, bad because it is a waste of space. And here's an idea I literally thought of this morning. I, I I woke up thinking this. See, I have room on the side of my main location to park at least eight more vehicles. And and these eight vehicles will be separate from my inventory. So I'm setting that area up as a park and sell lot for the public. Now, obviously, you've got to make sure that you're zoned for this and, and we're in a county location, so we're good. Um, now, each vehicle will pay me $50 per three-week period to park their vehicle for sale, whether they sell it or not. It's 50 bucks. And the the positive for the sellers is they get to deal with the, the, the public away from their house. Uh, and that's very attractive in this, again, the COVID-19 times is something that they, they'll like. Um, the second one uh, is they get visibility of my commercial spot. Uh, I got high traffic there and they'll get ex- added exposure, not only of, of the, the location, but also of the other vehicles that are there. When all eight of them are there and assuming I do get some vehicles on my place, there's there's more to draw the eye and more opportunity for them to sell because of that. And they don't have to pay any more if they sell. If they sell the car for $50,000, they still only pay me $50. Bucks. Um, if they want to sit it for a second, three weeks, it's another fifty. Um, and and for me, the the simple positive is is I get eight of them there. I get four hundred dollars every three weeks without doing anything, as the song sells says. Um, and the side benefit, and this is a great side benefit. Oh, by the way, I'm only I'm giving you four new ways. I'm not even counting these side benefits on this. Uh, the side benefit is I pick up opportunities to buy the vehicles if they don't sell uh, or beforehand if the opportunity presents itself um, I can negotiate to buy the vehicle and just put it on my lot instead of putting it on the uh, the, the uh, park and sell lot or possibly it goes there and they pay me 50 bucks a couple times to get tired of messing with it and then they give me the the vehicle and I do whatever I need to do to make it make it sellable because sometimes people don't want to do you know the cleanup or something like that, that to make the uh, the vehicle attractive. And the added selection will draw the eye uh, to those eight vehicles and my eight vehicles, making more potential traffic for me as well. So that's number two. Let's talk about the third way that we can make more money flipping. Transporting vehicles can be very lucrative. <laughs> That's what I said. Transporting vehicles can be very lucrative. Now, 
I'm going to be straight with you and tell you that this is one thing that I have not done yet. But it is a way that I know has worked for several, several of my friends. Now, asking questions is the key. It, it, this is very important. Remember that, that question I mentioned earlier, do you have anything you want to get rid of? Remember how I said that, that as flippers, we turn something into something more. I liked it so much that I'm quoting myself now. That, that, that's what these questions are all about. And here are three questions that will kickstart your earning as a flipper. You can ask them a few different places, but we're kind of focusing on car dealers right now. But like question number one, do you have anything you want to get rid of? Ask that at car dealers, mechanics, title pawn shops, other places too. But ask that at these car dealers who are the same car dealers that you could probably compete with if you're a car dealer yourself at the auction. See what they say. Question number two, are you looking for any specific vehicles? Ask this again of car dealers. Ask this of anybody that you, you think you might be able to get something from. I, I did this this morning, and now I'm on the hunt for a little vehicle to tow behind an RV. And when I find it, it, it should be at least 500 bucks in my pocket without ever taking possession of it. Um, and the third question is... And this, and this is going to set up this, this third way. Just ask, do you need any help transporting vehicles to or from the auction or anything like that? And say it just that way, or anything like that, because you want to leave it open-ended because they may say, hey, I, need, I could use you to go pick this up or take this over here um, if they're shorthanded. My friends are, are, are getting paid between $30 and $75 per car for local auctions and $75 to $150 per car driving vehicles a little farther away. And the beautiful thing is, is they're getting paid and at the same time as they're actually getting some money on a day when maybe they weren't making money, they're actually picking up some huge side benefits because there are a couple cool side benefits that you may not expect from this. Now, my, my, you probably can tell my throat is, is raspy from all this uh, wisdomology that I'm spreading. Uh, so I'm going to go grab another jug of Kickapoo Joy Juice, and I'll be right back with those side benefits and the fourth cool way for us all to earn more money flipping. Oh, and here's another way that I earn more money, by the way. So here's the question. If you need some advertising, printing, or just need to go to the dentist and it's going to cost $1,000, what would you rather do? Pay cash or trade $1,000 of your services? And most small businesses would rather trade in order to save cash, but they find it difficult to find other businesses to trade with or who they can trust or to find what they need when they need it. Enter ITEX, the nation's largest retail trade exchange. ITEX has a marketplace of member companies that sell to and buy from each other using the ITEX dollar instead of cash. Sell what you want, when you want, 
at the price you designate. They promote your business to their other clients through the iTex online directory and iTex mobile. As you make new sales in their marketplace, you earn iTex dollars. You can use those iTex dollars with other businesses in the iTex network whenever and with whomever you choose. Team Townley iTex is the local franchise of iTex Trade Exchange. For more information about iTex or to get involved, contact my friend Gene Townley at 251-980-1023 or email him at gene.townley at itex.net or contact me. Just email me at flippingquestions at gmail.com and I will be happy to answer any questions you have and introduce you to Gene. iTex has helped me make a lot of money over the years and I highly recommend them. Okay, so I promise there are at least two side benefits to helping dealers transport their vehicles to and from auctions or wherever they'll pay you to do it. Number one is those unwanted. See, they're buying and trying to sell those vehicles. Sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes they buy ones they don't really want, and sometimes they don't sell the ones that they bring to sell. And that is driving up their investment in those vehicles. Remember, they're paying you and others to drive them and keep them drivable and sellable. So keep asking that first question. Anyone unwanted stuff? Any unwanted stuff? And number two, there's pre-transport opportunities. You you may talk yourself out of a, a transport fee, but but you could be at the front of the line on things heading to the auction. I mean, think of that. I see one flipper do this all the time. A, a, a lot of the time, he will make a deal at the dealer, help with the transportation, get paid, and then take the vehicle he bought at the same auction, take it to the same auction, and sell it under his number for a big profit. Now, I'm, I'm not I'm not as smart as him, <laughs> but I've seen it done. I've seen him I've seen him do it quite a few times, so I know it is doable. So those are your side benefits. So, so keep asking those questions and keep your eyes open because there's going to be opportunities there. there. There can be opportunities before you leave, when you get there, before you bring vehicles back from the auction. Um, if you have any questions about that, if I'm not making this clear, uh, <laughs> send, send me a question at flippingquestions at gmail.com. I, I, I don't want to labor that because I, I think I've covered it, but uh, somehow I'm, I'm thinking maybe somebody might want more information about that. If you do flippingquestions at gmail.com, send that and I'll, I'll answer you personally. Uh, that's how that works. Um, hey, and somebody messaged me that I better tell you about the Kickapoo Joy Juice and what that is. I, I keep mentioning it uh, to be funny. Uh, back in episode 36, I ended the show with a song that I wrote uh, called Sandbox Angel. And that song is a true story about a gentleman I know and his wife who passed away not long ago. And I I sing it I sing it assisted living and memory care facilities. Well I, I did before this COVID nineteen locked everything down. And that man, uh this older gentleman, 
uh, told me his story, uh, and I made it into a song. And um, he used this joke about the the blue Hawaiian punch that I always carry with me when I sing, uh, and most of the time. And he he called it Kickaboo Joy Juice, uh, which I thought was funny. So I, I I took to calling it that too. And anyway, that's that's the origin of that little joke. Um, now let's let's get to the fourth way we can all make more money flipping. Now I'm pretty sure you won't see this one coming, <laughs> but it's definitely one that continues to benefit me. Now, I frequently go to estate auctions, and usually these are focused on real estate. The real estate involved, and oftentimes they will include a vehicle or two or more. And many times, the personal possessions, furniture, tools, appliances, art, and other items will also be auctioned. Now, I mentioned estate auctions in episode 45 as a place where you may find less competition for the few vehicles that you'll find there. And that's true. But that is not why I'm mentioning it here. I promise new ways to make more money flipping, and there are several here. Let's take a look at the opportunities. First off, yes, there are vehicles there often and potentially less buyers for them than there are for the real estate. However, what about the real estate? I suppose it depends on your situation, but for me, real estate is also a potential flip. I keep my eyes open to see if I may be able to turn as a a deal on the on the house and land that is auctioned. Once you get on the auction house's email list, you'll get notified in advance of what is going to be included in the auction. And and just like with car auctions, you have some time to do homework before the auction, days before, even weeks before sometimes. Then arrive an hour or so in in advance. I mean, do your homework in advance of that, knowing what's there and what, what the projected values are. But then arrive an hour or so in advance to get a good look at the property. If there's a deal to be had, I like to be ready to get it. I, I, I know this is a big leap from a couple grand for a car to at least tens of thousands of dollars for a house, but I don't rule that option out. If, if this is totally outside your area of interest or outside your budget constraints, that's fine, but keep your mind open. Now, other deals can be had here, too. Sometimes, since everyone is so interested in the big items, the real estate and the vehicles, you can get a bargain on things like tools, sporting goods, appliances, electronics, guns, and other items that you can also flip. Now, again, this may not be of any interest to you, but I, I, I am being real with you. You can turn a good profit on eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, and definitely in my barter networks like iTax. So I keep my eyes open here and recommend that you consider it. But yes, this is a podcast about car flipping. So here is the hidden gem that you may be able to work out with the estate auctions. Get to know the folks that run the auction. Tell them who you are and what you do. These people make their money as a percentage of the sale. Auction fees are basically commission. 
They know when there's a big draw to a property, the more they have to sell, the more they will sell and the more they will earn. Occasionally, if you build a relationship with them, they will include an outside vehicle, your vehicle, into their sale. It will be announced and displayed and all above board, but the estate sale can be an environment where a larger price can be garnered than elsewhere. Personally, I've had the best luck with large American luxury vehicles like Crown Vicks, Grand Marquis, uh, Town Cars, and even Cadillacs. Yeah, I, I, I know that you know, if you've listened to past episodes, I hate Cadillacs, but this can be a place for them. I'm not sure if this will work in all parts of the country, so once you get to know the people who run the estate auction, run the idea by them and see what they think. Now, frankly, I didn't think of this idea. The estate auction people brought the idea up to me. So who knows? It could be a whole new resource for flipping profits, right? So there we go. That's promised. Four more ways to make even more money flipping. Hey, and just for fun... And to honor my wonderful friend that I mentioned earlier, I'm going to include a recording of Sandbox Angel at the end of this episode. So please stick around till the end. Thank you again for listening. Please share us with your friends on social media and any other way that you can think of doing it. And please save us as a favorite and subscribe so you're notified each time a new episode hits. And please leave us a five-star review. This really helps us build our audience. And as I've said in the past, that helps me negotiate better deals for all of us. You'll find those deals on our website, flippinggenius.com with one G at the resources page. Discounts on anything and everything related to the car flipping business and anything else I can think of that will help us accomplish our number one goal, help you our listeners make more money. Thank you, too, to our Flipping Genius teammates. Your financial support of the Flipping Genius is helping us grow our brand and stretch our footprint across 31 countries and every state in the union, helping flippers all over discover their side hustle or increase their income from doing what they love, flipping cars. If you'd like to join our team, just click on the yellow text at the top of the homepage at FlippingGenius.com. Hey, and remember to join the Flipping Genius Used Car Facebook group near you. We have 18 across the United States right now and are opening more soon. Just search Flipping Genius under Facebook Groups to find our current locations. And if one isn't near you, send me a an email at flippingquestions at gmail.com and tell me where you would like a new group to be and I'll do my best to make it so. Lastly, thank you to our sponsors, Team Townley iTex, Nick's Restaurante, and Anchor. To learn more about any of our sponsors, simply visit our website at flippinggenius.com and click on their links. Out of my sandbox One hot August day Just me and my shovel Out there in the shade When I looked up I saw her Walking across my street She 
She's crying a little when she came over to me. I wondered what's wrong, and I asked her to play. She stayed there with me till her daddy came and took her away. And I remember thinking to my four-year-old self, there's something about her. That moment was special wife I wasn't sure But I knew for some reason I'd never forget her She's like an angel Right from the start Something about her Took that night Years later, I was up at the church Laughing with my friends when I heard a sweet voice Ask if she could join in And I looked up and I swear My eyes couldn't believe it was my pretty little sandbox girl Looking back at me And I was just 16 But I knew enough about life that I was dropped in search day she'd be my bride and it took another six years before I had her convinced but I've worked hard to keep her from changing her mind ever since she's like an angel right from the start something about her took dead my heart some way I knew I'd never be the same Sixty-three years passed faster than you can imagine. Last September, I held her hand for the last time. And I still remember that first time when we played together. But she'll be in my heart forever. When my forever ends, I'll get to be with her again. My wife. My dearest friend. My sandbox. Angel She's like an angel Right from the start Something about her Took that my heart Some way I knew I'd never be the same One day I'd give that angel Hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. Mm -hmm.